You're listening to BNI, the Australian Story podcast, brought to you by BNI Australia, Australia's largest business referral organisation. For more information how your business can benefit from BNI and to find your local chapter, go to our website at bni.com.au. Now, here are your hosts, Veronica Lizamato and Brent Edwards. Hi, everybody, and welcome once again to episode 125 of BNI, the Australian Story Podcast. My name is Veronica, and I am here with our Executive Director in Melbourne South and the co-host, Mr. Brent Edwards. Hi, Brent. Hi, V. Hi, everyone. How are you doing today, V? You're smiling, you're glowing, you're looking like you're you're having your best day. And even though you've probably got kids at home with school holidays at the moment. Yeah, well, I'm not the only one because uh, everyone out there who runs business from home understands that there is a very fine line between loving them and wanting to put them in the rubbish bin. But today, (laughs) it is all good because uh, I get to hang around people that I really like. I get to talk about something I'm passionate about. And once again, we are speaking with uh, some beautiful guests to highlight the incredible part of the organisation that we are uh, members of. So how about I just hand it over to you and not talk too much at the beginning of this podcast about our two guests today. Well, hey, this is great because we've got more than one guest. Where uh, Over the last few weeks, we've only had only one guest on, but we have two guests and they're from the same business in different chapters. So, and uh, Veronica is going to have a big laugh with me uh, trying to introduce uh, those people, but we'll, we will give them, I'll give it my best today. So first up, we have we have Pooja Keller from the Time Fix, and Pooja's in Spinai City Business, is that right? That's absolutely right. And we'll go. We'll come back to that very shortly. And uh, which is in Melbourne. Uh, everyone here is in Melbourne today, so we're all local. We're all enjoying the sun. And we've got Eldi Ratsprosa uh, from BNI Platinum One. Now, how did I go with that? Perfect. Perfect. Oh, look at that! <laughs> Unbelievable! Unbelievable! <laughs> And Veronica, you tried to throw me under the bus with that, so you know. I didn't. I just, you know, I do get a bit of a laugh when I hear you silly <laughs> names. So, no, you actually did a really beautiful job, and we love diversity. We love diversity. We've got people from all over the world as part of our uh, organisation, and so with that comes some curly names. Okay, so and we even it's not just you two. How many? Um, well. Ildi, you originally discovered BNI here and you invited um, uh, Pooja. So uh, how many are in the um, time fixes are in the uh, are in BNI groups around the place? How many well, there's, there's three time fixers and all three of us are in BNI in different chapters. Oh, and you fantastic. Don't- Third wheel of the <laughs> of this three, or she's uh, taking a well deserved break in Thailand at the moment. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we couldn't have um. Yeah, we couldn't have uh, Kristen, Kristen in here either, who's in BNI Karam Down. So in our region also. So um, Ildi, how did you find about out about BNI? Um, you're in BNI Platinum One, which I believe Platinum One is one of the biggest chapters around. And yes. but how did you find out about it in the first place? Well, I bumped into BNI by 
mistake or chance or chance. whatever you might want to call it. I've got a similar story <laughs> behind that. Yes, go ahead. Um, and I danced around BNI for about three, four years before I made the decision. And I had all these things that people usually say, it's too hard, it's too much of a commitment, it's too this, too that. Uh, and <laughs> Name it. <laughs> <laughs> You you hear it. Um, The reality was that back then I had two young children and I was uh, going through a divorce and uh, it was really falling in the too hard basket, the commitment of of uh, of a weekly early morning meeting. And when I bumped into BNI, there weren't really many chapters that would be mid morning or uh, afternoon chapters. So um, it just fell into the too hard basket until I bumped into city business and uh, I fell in love with the chapter, with the energy of the chapter, with the people, the way that they were uh, doing business with each other, the, the way that they liked each other. And even though I live in Pakenham, uh, for anyone who who's across Australia and doesn't know Melbourne, that's like uh, 55 km from the city centre where, where this chapter lives uh i still joined city business and then COVID happened <laughs> so i made the commitment and and then uh pretty much um my first year was in full COVID online which made things a little bit easier from the perspective of commitment and and um moving but it was about worth it was the best decision i've made and um my business changed, grew. Uh, it just got energized, and and, and uh, it, it just projected me on a whole different path. And then I sucked Puja into the same chapter because why not? Because we love good people. Um, and I invited her to 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 a meeting, and I said to her, "You have to come and see because everything you sometimes hear about BNI, how." how how it's too much of something uh when you are in the right space with the right people uh you realize that that's not true it's just people's own objections to why they don't want to do something so puja came along about oh two two and a half years ago and um i don't know why did you stick with us because <laughs> you did segue <laughs> to puja and so tell us about your journey into BNI. Well, um, to be honest, I when I was a part uh when I was in a corporate job, uh, I was in a sales role at the time. And um I knew that if I had to meet my targets, networking would be the way to go. However, as you know, uh being an employee, you already have KPIs. And then when I went into a BNI and I saw more things that I was going to be measured on, it kind of Honestly, to be very candid, it scared me off because I was em- an employee at the moment at the time and I was going to be making money for somebody else. And um, the business was not willing to make the commitment to pay my uh, membership fees. So which means the investment was going to be totally mine. So and also the group I went to seemed very, very, um, very high um, competition, um, very strong on being green and all of that. Like it was not coming from a place of um, coaching. It was very, um, very strong in pointing out what people are not doing. So that kind of scared me off. So for a long time, when I went, stepped into my own business, I was um, 
I was skeptical of BNI to be very honest because I I hadn't had the best um best experience in BNI and we have to admit here yeah, a little bit that not all chapters or or not everybody within BNI is our people you've got to find your own tribe so yeah. when ildi finally uh, said to me come and visit um it's there's nothing wrong with visiting so i visited with her a couple of times and it still took me about 6 months before i said to myself i have to commit so i committed i think the end of 2019 and then 2020 happened and then it was all online again um and i did join bni city business when at the time i joined as a life coach because oh we so you were in different categories then we were in different categories at the time i had my separate my business was completely different separate from ld's um and we had a business coach already in the chapter at the time ld was doing time management coaching and i stepped in as a life coach so that was my category to begin with but by then ld and i were pretty much on the cusp of starting to work together quite extensively anyway so um yeah so i was i knew ld from other things as well outside of bni so when the relationship got to the stage where you both started working together you then went to another chapter yes well, so what what happened there was that um, after working for about a year together and we were passing clients between the two of us it just wasn't aligning with our values it just felt like we were constantly upselling and and we felt like instead of having the person who we were helping focus on on their own journey to better productivity or 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 changing their habits and so on uh we felt like we were constantly upselling because we were just passing them between the two of us so this is why we came up first with a a program which was way too long way too hard way too complicated <laughs> <laughs> and then the admin nightmare started to become come about who's going to uh, invoice the client and then who's going to invoice the other person and what does it going to look like started to become quite messy so we made the decision um at the beginning of last year that we're going to pretend that we are one and we did that for half a year so for 6 months even though we were in the same chapter we literally uh pulled the time fixes banner over the uh two businesses that we we owned okay. and we, we literally pretended that we're we're one and <clears throat> and we the uh, from the perspective of client facing we 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 had one shop front and, and and everything just fell into place we realized that we work a lot better together than we thought and at the end of the 6 months all three of us decided that okay so now let's make this uh, formal so this is how pretty much uh, puja came into the time fix and left realign you behind her and uh, kirstin was already playing with us in the background for quite some time so um it just made sense and what happened brad as it usually happens um we were holding two seats in one chapter <laughs> suddenly <laughs> <laughs> so one of us had to go and uh, this is how my journey towards platinum one started because uh, i i needed to find another home and because my membership renewal bombing up first we made the decision that it it was just logical that uh, i'm going to be the one who's who's moving uh 
out of of city business. So Puja was was stayed in city business, and I, as an interim station, I I spent a year with Momentum. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Like, <laughs> so so tell us a little about the chapters you're in before we move on. Um Platinum One uh is a hybrid chapter, it's a fairly, fairly big yes. chapter. Yeah, so um after Momentum I joined Platinum One because the people, uh, and this is where we say that it's so important to find your tribe. Uh it's it's crucial. Uh Momentum has amazing people. But they are all micro businesses, and our target market shifted heavily after, especially after we joined forces with Puja and Kirsten into supporting more and more teams uh, and uh, bigger uh, businesses. And we were looking for a chapter that uh, um, understands that a little bit better and can support our business to grow too. And in return, where we can refer easier and and where we can find referral partners and uh, um, relationships, uh, um, collaborations a lot easier than than where we were. So this is how I uh, well, the funny story is again BNI and the power of BNI. We started to work with uh, a business from Platinum One, and uh, this beautiful person said to me, "Why don't you come and visit us?" <laughs> and <laughs> and this is how I ended up going to Platinum One, and I was like, "Oh my God, this is where we have to be," and this is why we joined Platinum One. And Platinum One, uh, mm, I didn't choose Platinum One because they are in the top or they are the biggest i chose it because of the people that are in 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 there and uh, because of the potential relationships that we can build in this chapter and uh, i have to say that uh, it's been three months two months two and a half <laughs> and it's been the most amazing journey and um don't get me wrong for those of you who are thinking oh now we're going to jump ships um it's a bad idea it's a lot of work a lot of work and this is where time management is so important um, because in the beginning it's a huge commitment not just from the perspective of participating in in uh, in the life of the chapter but it's all those brand new relationships that you have to start building and that takes time and it takes conscious effort and it takes crystal clear planning and uh, knowing exactly what what's going to be involved in in uh, in becoming a living, breathing part of the chapter, because without that, nothing happens. I think one of the interesting things, uh, Brent, that we're actually um, uh, touching on, particularly in this podcast, um, and I'm going to say women in business, but there is a lot of men in there since COVID that are, the roles have all changed now. But we've actually looked at all of the uh, challenges that people have when they go to join BNR. We've looked at what's their investment going to be. Uh, are they going to have to meet KPIs? What about distance? It's too far for me to go to. Is it convenient for me in my life because I've got a lot going on right now? Is it going to be the right culture fit? There is obviously something that someone says to themselves that says, you know something, I'm going to find the right chapter, which I know Kristen did because uh, I, I was at a couple of chapters that she visited. But I'm going to um, address this to you, Pooja. What was it that made you feel like, yep, I can do this and it's going to benefit my business? Because you only visit once, maybe twice. Yes. Before you have to make that decision. Yes. So what was it? If I wouldn't mind, if you wouldn't mind answering that. Yeah. So for me, um, it became a no-brainer because I feel that if you want to run a business, and especially as a, as a solopreneur, 
you need to get into the mindset of having a structure around that business. And I think BNI gets you in that habit of following a structure because BNI has a, a time-tested structure, a time, time-tested process, a time-tested uh, ways of doing things, um, which you don't have to reinvent. You just have to follow the process. Um, and it gets you into that habit of following the process and keeping yourself accountable. In business, if you are lacking that accountability towards yourself and being having that honesty that I am not doing whatever it takes to make this business successful, I could do better, then you are sabotaging yourself and your business. And BNI gives you that level of understanding of what accountability means and how that can lead you to success. So I think when I saw that um, and I moved past the idea of KPIs, if you will, and I moved past that and I moved and looked, saw it from a different angle, then it all start, all fell in place. And then it is a no-brainer. Once you have committed, you do whatever it takes to meet those commitments. It does, it's, it's not hard to do that. Fantastic. You see the benefit behind it. Um, and you've got to understand that you've got to just marry a process. The outcome is the result of that process. And if you can't look at it as a process that you have to follow um, without really questioning it, sometimes, sometimes you question, sometimes you don't, but this is one place where you don't and you just do what it takes to make things happen. Right. And then it just becomes second, second nature. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. It works for 300,000 people. Surely it works for us all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of the things I, um, I'm i interested in too, I don't know if you're in a city-based Pujer or if you're in the Yes, suburbs. it is a city. No, it is a city-based one. We meet. No, uh, no, but you're where you are. Uh, oh, you, me? Yes. I'm, I'm about 25 minutes away from the city. So I, if I drive in or by train, I'm about 25 minutes away. So about. 30 kilometers away from the city. So a lot of a lot of people here will be thinking, and uh, you live a long way away from your particular group. How do you find referrals for your groups when you're not in a city based? Um, well, finding referrals for some people is not that hard because the people, the kind of businesses that we work with always require a variety of support. Some of them might need IT support. Some of them might need photographers. Some of them might need a website designer. Some of them might need a graphic designer. And a lot of these people are not bound to an area. And you'll be surprised how many of these people actually do live in the suburbs but choose to travel into the city because that's where they want to do business. Finding a chapter is also about finding not just your tribe, but also where are you looking to do business? Are you looking to target businesses in the city or are you looking to target businesses in the suburbs? Who are you looking to target? How? Who are you looking to work with? And that's also equally important. Now, yeah. a lot of our businesses that we work with <clears throat> may or may not have their offices in the city, but they probably have to travel into the city for business anyway. Um, unfortunately, it's still the case that a lot of major businesses are based in the city if they want to meet up in person. So they do travel into the city quite a bit. So yeah. uh, so, so why, why, I was, why I was asking that is because you usually get people who will travel into 
you know, from the suburbs into a city group thinking the rewards are going to be greater, but they get in there and they can't do givers gain in there because they haven't got the contacts to bring with them. Would you would you have seen that? Sometimes, yes, but sometimes, yeah. um, and I just speak purely from my own experience. Um, if you if you are going to go in there thinking that this business is too big and they might not want to work with my client or they are they are too above my pay pay grade or have that mindset, then you are quite wrong. Every business in their right mind wants to grow. So they should ideally not have a problem with any size business that comes to them. So um, part of the reason why some people think that they don't have the right contacts is because they are coming from the point of view that um, this is probably not for my client or my client is not well suited for this one or my contact might not get along with that one. Don't make assumptions. Your yeah. job is just to make the connections and the rest will rest is between them. Now, I'd like to ask you, go, oh, sorry, you were finished. No, no, I'm just saying, yes, you want to make yeah. that warm connection. But after that, it is for them to build that relationship and do business or not. <laughs> now, I'd like to ask you guys, um, and your message and your story here today is, is obviously about time management. That's what you're in there. And as a business, you <clears throat> cannot manage time, but you can only manage yourself. And this is something I really like because, you know, you'll talk to someone and, you know, they've, they've got to keep accountable and they'll say, oh, did you manage to do this or did you manage to do this for your B&I group? They say, oh, no, I was too busy. And then they'll turn around and say something like, oh, did you watch the block last night? That's so like, hang on, you were too busy to do this for me, but you had you had time to, to watch a TV show. Yeah, but they were um, too busy watching the block and what you needed done wasn't a priority. Well, too busy is just an excuse for something they don't want to do, really. Um, I like to say it's the adult version of the dog ate my homework yeah. um, because <laughs> whenever someone doesn't want to do anything, they just the default is I'm too busy. Yeah. Um, so, but it's not a priority. That's it. I, I, so, I think the problem is with the word. We use this word "busy" uh, without actually qualifying it, <laughs> and we see quite a lot of people who who use this, even if they are, uh, <clears throat> even when they are genuinely busy. I mean, uh, busy being productive, and they use the same word when they are busy doing nothing. So the problem is that that uh, a lot of people come to us and say, oh, but I'm busy. And we always say, so, okay, let's qualify it first. What's that? Is it being busy, being productive? What are you doing? What, what does this word mean to you? So we try consciously to stay away from it. So uh, <clears throat> we, we try not to use the word because unfortunately, your subconscious doesn't know if you were busy, productive or busy, unproductive. Busy means busy and busy means that everything is shut down. Uh, so that's pretty much a perfect recipe to procrastination and, and overwhelm. So first of all, uh, if you want to start to to change towards becoming productive and becoming more efficient, get rid of this word. Just cross it out of your dictionary and never, ever use it again. I hate the word. I hate the word busy. That's it. Get rid of it. Love it. I'm busy watching my 17th episode of Law and Order SVU. <laughs> <laughs> that's important to me right now and I'm this is my time and I'm busy doing something for me right now and exactly. and the other one is the other one was people say that the, the power the power of two 
the power of two. Oh, it takes too much time. Uh, it's yeah, yeah, they always say two. Everything's to something, to something, and that they use that as an excuse. Anyway, I'm I'm, dig I'm digressing. How how would you guys how would you guys give people tips to get around that? Well, the the power of two straight away can be um, undone by asking, "Have you measured it?" Oh, very nice. Yeah, because if you haven't measured it, you don't know. Yeah. You don't know, and you don't know what you don't know. So we always say that, first of all, start measuring. Um, how do you overcome this busyness and, and the too, too much time? Well, way too many people are afraid to plan. And the reason why people are afraid to plan is because they are afraid to fail. Now, uh, the reality is that just because you have a plan, it doesn't mean that it's set in stone and it doesn't mean that you can't change it. So having a plan, all that it does to you, it helps you prioritize the right way. And that's it. So when you start understanding that, then you start creating all the other systems like measuring what you do, like uh, figuring out what goes with what, figuring out uh, how much can you stay focused, because uh, this is why we, we stay away from, from that concept of time management. Because when you look at time management, time management is just a set of techniques. You can Google for it, seriously, it's not that hard. The problem is that when you bump into a technique, let's say like the Pomodoro technique, which tells you that you do 25 minute focused work, five minutes uh, break, as much as it sounds amazing and great, the reality is that if you don't know yourself and if you don't understand what your relationship is with your time first, then uh, you might actually sabotage yourself because if you we call them validators. Um, if you are a validator who loves systems and processes, it takes you about 26 minutes to get focused. So how are you going to apply a technique uh, that, that tells you to do 25 minutes work, five minutes break, when you're just getting into the zone by the end of the 25th minute? Hmm. So it's really all about understanding first, how do you prefer to work? What is your way? What is your relationship with your time? Uh, who you re who are you? Uh, and how can you honor your needs through your productivity? And we're very passionate about helping uh, uh, business owners understanding how can they fit everything in their busy lives. The reality is that we have enough time. It, the time time is not an issue. It's what you do with it, and so how do you relate? So where does this fit around, uh, you know, forming habits, that sort of thing? So as you know, Brent, habits are something that are very automatic. It's something that sits in your unconscious and even subconscious mind. You're not usually aware of your habits. Now, what we like to do is bring those habits that don't serve you into awareness and into your conscious mind, which is pretty much turning them into sort of rituals, because if you're aware of it, they're usually rituals, not habits. Um, and then asking our people, are these serving you anymore? If not, what do you need to do to change them? Because whether we like it or not, we all have habits around the way we work, around what we tell ourselves around the way we work. What do we, what do we talk about? Now, in the context of BNI, the first thing that people tell themselves that this is too hard. Again, the 
the definition of two or the rule of two yeah. comes in and they are constantly telling themselves oh my god this bni takes too much time it takes about 10 hours of my week and it's not true you haven't even measured it so these are the yes. habits that we have that is so true yeah. yeah how do you it know it takes an hour are you and sitting there with a stopwatch have you even done it <laughs> exactly both ildi and i are directors of other chapters as well while being i'm the vp in my own chapter ildi has done membership committee in her own chapter so we play multiple roles within bni and we still manage to do that and we still manage to do our own business and we manage to coach people one on one and it's not that it's because you can you plan and you don't you're not in the habit of planning or not in the habit of knowing exactly how much time you're putting in uh then you're finding everything too hard again that's a habit that you're telling yourself all the time that's your mental habit so a lot of this ties in very well into getting rid of habits that don't serve you implementing habits that start serving you so that you can be be productive and do what the best you can it's so true I was just going to say that um, this whole two business—it's a—it's a nice big excuse too. It's a procrastination tool, yes. and it's better to say, "Oh, it's two something," because it gives us a chance to sit back and and put on the brakes for a little bit. And there, you know, we just have to call the baby ugly sometimes and agree that there are some people in business who don't want to be told what to do, when they have to do it, who they have to do it for, or how they have to do it. So they want to be their own boss, and those people. Uh, busy doing the things that they want to do but i love what pooja just said before brent are you prepared to do whatever it takes to make your business successful and i think that's a great way to reframe accountability are you prepared to do whatever it takes to lose that 30 kilo that you joined the gym for because mm-hmm. if you are then we need you to follow these steps and we need you to turn up need you to pay your money we need you to get through the doors you know make contact with your coach do all of these things but there are some people who are in business so they don't have to be kept accountable and they are the ones that struggle a lot and also there is a lot that we we tell ourselves we look at something as a big elephant you can't swallow even a chook as a whole we forget that everything has to be chunked down isn't it have you, you break it puja have you made it one bite at a time exactly. one bite at a time what is the size of your bite you can't put the entire leg in your mouth either you've got to joke on it i got i got some mates i got some mates who could really devour it i can tell you my husband could eat a whole chicken on his side but not but not the entire thing in your mouth you have to break it down can i can i just say something though cuz it's really important um with puja uh since i joined bni i made it um it 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 was one of the most important things that i made the commitment that i will actually stick to those kpis no matter what every single week yeah i don't make the top because i'm i'm referring that much or this long or that high it's just that consistency Uh I don't have big peaks. I try to be consistent in how I work the room, how I work with businesses, how I build relationship and ships and how I I refer and 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 that's the key. A lot of people join um uh, 
BNI and not just BNI in general networking groups and uh, they don't really create these uh, KPI. They don't stick with the KPIs that are available. And BNI is such a fabulous platform because those KPIs are, are already done for you. Yeah. You really don't have to, to do anything. Just stick with what's required of you. And unfortunately, a lot of time you see people come into chapters and being accepted without having clarity around the fact that there's clear KPIs and it's not just an expectation from you. If you don't expect yourself to meet them, then you will just sabotage the, the chapter. And this is where we see a big problem, uh, especially as directors, that often people take a seat and then they sit back and do nothing, which is a disservice to all the people in that room. Because if you want those people to help you, you need to help them first. And That's you need to Australia makes its money by people who join, who are never going to do the program, who just want to be part of it and say they go to a gym. I, I think it's, we... It, yes, absolutely. Yeah, I think we need to, and we need, and I've seen this a bit lately, we really need to manage expectations at the visitor host level yeah. and say, okay, we're accepting you to this chapter on behalf that we want, we want you to attend, we want you to participate, we want you to do your new member training, we want you to find referrals, we want you to find visitors. If you're not prepared to do these things, we sh we're not going to accept you. And uh, and set that standard right up and that expectation right out right up front before yeah. we actually do this. Because I've seen a lot lately, and people will say they've been accepted into the chapter, and you know a month later they're saying. I've got the time to do this. Yeah, or have they had a, an interview with someone who is who who you know and have, has faith completely understands that expectation? Ring them up and say, "We just really want to want to ask you: Are you prepared as a member to do this, 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 and really go through it?" So that there's no no one can ever say, "Well, I didn't know that," because you know, as a chapter, that your member Jack rang them, and Jack would have made sure. Because we're too worried not to take people. Yeah, and people people say you should join this chapter because you're going to get a lot of referrals. And people go, yeah, okay, I'm going to get a great deal of referrals. Here's my application, but we haven't managed their expectations on the commitment. Now, for people who've been in BNI for a long time, you ask our long time successful members how much commitment's been made into their chapter, how much time they spend on BNI per week. They couldn't tell you because they integrate it into their into their business. They integrate it into part of their business. Absolutely. And, and someone whose expectations haven't been managed, all they can see is, I got told I was going to get all these referrals on the way in, and all I'm doing is all this stuff that I don't see getting results from. So we know as members, we know as directors, we know they will get results and those results may come quickly. They may take a little bit longer, but we know from those, uh, from doing those activities that they will get results. I saw the best thing when I was at a business growth day the other day, the mortgage provider and during business growth day, they all the members reported back from their, des um, from their desktop on their apps, how much they've got given in B&I for the lifetime, how long they've been in the chapter, how much they've given and how much they've got back, referrals, and thank you for closed business. And the mortgage broker for that chapter said, 
Oh, I've given this much referrals over this time. I've only been in for a few months. I've received this many referrals, but the nature of my business, I won't see return on that until a few months' time because the transactions take a lot longer. So I know it's going to be great for me in the long run. And that's a and that and I thought about it. I thought you are all over this. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know exactly and, what's going on here. And that's possible. That's powerful. Yes. It's also understanding that nothing nothing comes from nothing. And a lot of people think that un- you can get business out of putting nothing in. Mm. A lot of the times they, they get into business thinking that right from day one, they are going to start seeing money that is going to be completely their own without putting anything in it. And it's not true. Even when you start a business, you've got to put money in to set up that business. You have got to put money into whatever, have your logos done, your graphics done. It's the same thing in BNI. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be able to run a marathon training for a week. No, no. Yeah, and I'm going to train reality, for several months to build. The reality to build up. Is that, that building relationships take time. It's like people come to us and say, do you have a magic pill for time management? No. No, unfortunately. <laughs> like I said in, in one of the, my pitches the other day, I have good news and some bad news. The good news is that there's a solution to, to, to better productivity. You just have to start with having a conversation with us. The bad news is that it will take time. So, uh, and, and it's exactly the same. I mean, uh, we... You have to know that when when you join BNI, in the beginning, it will will take you a little bit longer and it will take more time. And the question on on how quickly you will get return on investment is exactly how much time are you ready to invest in actually building those relationships? The more you put in, the more you get out. And, um, oh, sorry, Vic. I was going to say, just before we finish up um, our podcast today, uh, we've got uh, two beautiful guests. Maybe one could do the referral request and one could tell us what their tip for success in B&I is. Oh. Oh, yeah, we are running out of time. So we've gone on for, we've gone on for a while. So Time fixing. <laughs> we could just talk for three hours. There's so much to keep talking about. No, it has been but- great. Well, when 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 four like-minded people get together, that's how it happens, isn't it? Ideas just flow, yeah. And it's hard to uh, hard to kind of know when to stop. But I'll stop now and I'll do our referral request. So, hello everybody. My name is Pooja and I'm from the Time Fix. Um, did you know that eighty-two percent of interrupted tasks are resumed same day, but it takes over twenty-three minutes to get back in a fully focused state again. Assuming a $300 hourly rate, if you're interrupted 10 times a day, it can cost you over $1,100 in lost productivity. That is why we would love to talk to business owners who would love to gain money in the way they use time and increase their productivity by us being able to help their team as well. Beautiful. Thank you. And Ildi, the same what is the secret to, um, in your opinion, to having a successful membership in BNI? I think the success, um, the, the key to success in BNI is consistency. Uh, if you are ready to actually do and work the system the right way every single week, the results will flow uh, in a beautiful and natural way. 
while you are still building relationships and not just relationship friendships, because in the end, uh, we do talk about BNI like, uh, we have our families and we have our BNI family. And, and I think, I think that's the key to, to, to BNI success. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Brent, I'm going to pass over to you with our uh, tip for the week. I think we've got some great tips already. I, I I can't really I can't really add on to that. But you know, um, you know, time management is the great tip that's come out of today. And um, you know, get doing you know, stop being busy doing things that don't matter is really key out of today. And a lot of people will be busy doing things that don't matter. And I'll get people who are um you know, I say, oh, I was too busy to do that. But then they'll be sending me memes on social media and all this sort of stuff. And I think, you know, but you, you, you know, you flooded my inbox with crap, but you weren't, you know, you couldn't, you couldn't actually do this task that you were supposed to do for your business to make more money. Yeah. So. <laughs> my brother's got a great saying. He says it. Uh, he, he says it all the time about someone that we know. He goes, "They're the busiest person without a job." Yes. Because all the things aren't making money. Oh, I know. I know. Uh, you know, we, we all know what our um, what our definition of success is. And what I have learned today is that you can't manage time, but you can manage the expectations of a new member in our BNI network. And how lucky are we that we've got the skills and expertise and knowledge of two people like Pooja and Ildi, who are only a phone call or a tap on the keyboard away to help you fix your time. Thanks for joining us on episode 125 of BNI, the Australian Story Podcast. 